I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. For fun. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Lost Boys, the podcast in which an obsessive of the TV show Lost drags his power along for a cheeky little rewatch. You've got me, Jacob Stowarthy. And me, Jack Shepard. How's it going? Yeah, good, thank you. Feeling good? Feeling good. Where, where are we this week, Jacob? We have watched episode 11, which is pro- possibly my f- favourite title of all the Lost episodes. Why, what's it called? All the Best Cowboys Have Daddy Issues. Oh, that is very fitting. It's good, yeah, it's very fitting. Cowboys. Very yeah. So we've got a uh, we've got a second Jack flashback, which Jack you were like, oh my god, another another flashback of this guy. Another flashback of this guy. Yeah, well, it's a little Your bit. Your namesake. My namesake. Your namesake. So yeah, for um, anyone who doesn't recall this this thrilling episode, this is the one where the survivors hunt for Claire and Charlie after their abduction by Ethan, uh, while flashbacks show the fractured history between Jack and his father Christian. Um, your initial views, Jack, on the episode. I really enjoyed this episode. Great! This is what I want to hear. This was yeah one of my one of one of my favourites. Um, was less hungover for this one <laughs> as well. Yeah, which was good. Helps. So if you listened last week, I was slightly not in the. I couldn't remember <laughs> bits of it. You. It was kind of. <laughs> it, it was a bit like like Claire's memory of her dreams and stuff. It was quite fitting. It was you, you, just, you didn't really. Everything know. came rolling back in this one though, so it was good. Mm. And um, yeah, I really really enjoyed the episode. We should also clarify why we might sound a bit different this week, because mm. we are recording in my Clapham flat. We're coming live from a very snowy Clapham. A very, very snowy Clapham. And we're using different microphones this time, because I forgot the other one. Mm. Um, but hopefully it will sound all right. We I can only hope. We can only hope. So yeah, the episode, good one. Enjoyed enjoyed Jack's flashback. I'm actually... I, I, this episode has made me like Jack more. Oh, really? I think, I think they've accepted more that he's like a flawed character. Yeah. And I like that more. I like mm. that he's not the the greatest hero. That he does just charge off, mm. and he thinks he's a hero. But they make a point of making it that he's not. Um, and instead, you've actually got Locke, who's his kind of also trying to be the hero type, mm-hmm. and there's struggling there's a, a bit. There's a lot know. of there's a lot of conflicting uh, um, ideologies going on with them too, right? Bubbling underneath the surface. Yeah, every scene them two do together is great. I'm so happy you think that because that is a real takeaway from the first season of Lost for Me back in the day was whenever them two had a scene together, you you know you focus on nothing else but every single word. You just yeah. hang you hang you hang off every word, and I think this is a really brilliantly written episode as well, um, which we'll we'll get to in a bit. It's written by Javier. I I never know how to say this dude's surname. Grio Marksiwak? I don't know. He, I have he's, no idea. He's a, he's, um, a writer who wrote a really cool Lost essay, which we'll talk about another time, uh, about his time on the show. Um, well, we should mention that you did get an email from him. Yeah, we, we reached out to him because um, I'm a big fan of his episodes. And he he got back immediately and said uh, he, res- he, he respectfully... Uh, said he he didn't want to do this because he said all he has to say about the show and he wrote an essay a few years ago um saying all he's got to say and he wishes all the best of luck and said it sounded like a fun fun thing to do and uh <laughs> yeah it's really it nice of him to get back there's a nice email i haven't um i haven't read the essay yet 
Well, we should, we should. I reckon after we've done season one, you should read it, and we should, we should do a little episode on it, maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm excited for that. Um, di- yeah, but this episode does weave in a lot of things um, that we've learned in the past, whilst also kind of hinting towards things that we don't, you don't yet know. Um, and every time I rewatch it, I just it just strikes me how clever it is, how they weren't making up as they went along in mm-hmm. some respects. You know, they knew every character. In terms of the characters, they knew every single little thing about that. And I know you're meant to when you write a script, you know the characters' backstories or whatever. Yeah. But by God, they knew everything. Yeah, well, I mean, I haven't seen the future so i don't know no. i don't know really what you're referring to well there's little moments in there that i'm sure when we learn things down the line i'll be like remember in the episode where <laughs> this bit happened you'll go oh christ okay okay yeah. i'm excited i thought well we'll go let's go through the episode let's go through the episode so yeah the initial uh, i mean it's a very very simple episode in that this is the first it's one a pacey one though very pacey very um action-packed yeah. Um, Jack realizes that Ethan, after that, they realize that it's Ethan who wasn't on the manifest and he wasn't on the plane. Um, they realize that Charlie and Claire have been taken. They immediately put that together. They do, which I was very happy about. Because you last episode, you were like, "Are they going to know it's Ethan straight away?" And I'm glad Hurley just went, "Ethan!" Yeah, I was straight like, off the bat. I know. I didn't want them kind of like spending too long on that and having to piece everything together. Yeah, because I hate shows that do that mm. when it kind of makes you. That, you know, makes the characters work out like they would have worked it out. So, yeah, no, I'm glad glad we got that going. Yeah, wasted no time to go on their adventure. Yeah, and this is where Locke starts utilizing some, you know, tracking skills, right? His tracking <laughs> skills, yeah, <laughs> um, which is quite funny. And he takes he takes long Boone, doesn't he, with him? Yeah, and Jack and Kate come as well. So this is an episode where um, it, lots of um, characters split into two, which. Um, I only really noticed that this time around. There, there are a lot, there's a lot of duos in this. So you have Jack and Kate, yep. uh, who go one way when they realise that Charlie might be um, leading them in a different direction because he's leaving behind his bandages around the. Big yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ones Jacob had. The one that the what exactly the ones that I had. They put them up for auction. I bid. How much did you bid? I'm joking, I didn't bid. As if I'd bid. I, I as you if know I'd what? Bid, I would have well bid <laughs> back in the day. You say as if. That's it. No, I just don't know what to take seriously. Like, oh, maybe I did bid. I would definitely think you would bid. I might do. If it. they we came up now, would you bid? No. Yes, you would. Not much. <laughs> we, we should do free truths. I should do free truths and a lie of crazy shit I did back in the day. <laughs> we should do that one episode. All right, we'll do fun. that sometime. Um. Yeah, so then, then, then Jack and Kate go one way and Locke and Boone go another. Um, and then elsewhere in the episode, um, we have Hurley and Walt. Then you got, uh, you've got Sawyer and Saeed to a lesser degree. They just have a scene together. Very interesting scene. scene, which we'll get to later. Um, you you love them, them two. I do. I think because yeah. they're so the opposite of each other. Mm. And they obviously, you know, they've started on really bad terms. I like the idea of them becoming unlikely friends. Yeah, 100%. And like you said you said earlier about Jack, he's a flawed hero. Yeah. It kind of works the opposite with Sawyer. In that he's, a, he's, he's a bad man, but you realise he's got nice qualities too. Yeah, there's like a mean average of mm. hero-ness in this show. And everyone kind of falls in, yeah. <laughs> in different ways. Mm. You know, if you're a bit of a dick, then actually you're quite nice in some ways. Yeah. But if you're like trying to be the nicest person ever, it gets in the way. 
Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's nice. It's a nice little reversal. Um, let's talk about uh, Locke and Boone. Yes. So Boone uh, offers to go with Locke. Shannon's quite worried. Um, but yeah, they have some good scenes together, I think, where you... You know, Boone actually. Uh, I noticed Boone actually asks Locke about what he did before the crash, and and vice versa. You would ask that stuff. You yeah. would be interested to know that stuff, especially about Locke. Especially <laughs> about Locke, and his incredulity over him working at a, at a box company is quite funny. I know. I like how Boone just doesn't believe it at all. He's yeah. just like, no way. This guy was definitely like a hitman or something. Yeah. Or FBI, and not telling us. Even Locke finds that funny. He has a laugh for that. <laughs> yeah. They teach you how to predict the weather in a box company. You can understand Jack's frustrations in that because with these flashbacks, you know, it's going back to this. They go back to the girl who's lost a baby and now he's lost another girl who's pregnant. And so you you get why he's rushing and why his head's all over the place. Which isn't an excuse because Locke, yeah, you're right, Locke does show the better leadership and kind of just calming everything down. Oh, we need to, you know, go back and actually get people together for this. Because as, you know, as the episode goes on, we realise that Jack gets absolutely fucked up. Mm. Um, But we'll get on to that because that is... Yeah, that's a big part of the episode. Locke feels guilt because he went hunting with Ethan. I mean, there's a bit of doubt there and a bit of, oh, I actually got something wrong. But he doesn't really take that forward. He still thinks he's right. You know, yeah. he, even at the end, he's like, boom, turn back, I'll be fine. I'm so Even though he was the one who just suggested, oh, we should get people together. No, you uh, you go back, I'm fine. He just gets well into it, doesn't he? He's Yeah, he's really, really yeah. into it. It's funny, too, um, to the Boone was ne- not the character who was originally meant to go with Locke. It was oh two, really? two guest characters. One was called Arthur, and one was... Hives guys. Oh, was it? <laughs> Sullivan. Well, it was a character called Sullivan who is the guy from the other week. So we, one can only assume that it was Hives, dude. That's that's right. Why? Why? Well, I'm glad they didn't because that would have made that would have been really weird. Yeah, I think they they, they ended up doing it because they they um just they wanted to plot Boone's story out a bit more. And yeah, throw him to get with Locke is a good little way to do that. Because I've said I I'm not a big fan of Boone. Yeah, or his name, but. Actually, this episode was quite good for him. Gave him a bit more of uh, something to do. I still don't like Shannon at all. <laughs> She's just you're so down on Shannon. Oh, I just I don't get it. I don't. There's there's no there's nothing about her that I like. She's, she's got some good lines, I think. Yeah, she's got some more right lines, but that's because she's like a spoiled brat. Yeah, and there's no way around that. Like even Boone talking about their past life of being, you know, sports so and sos or heirs to whatever. Yeah, it's just like yeah, I can understand why she's just this fancy little princess on this island. Yeah, who wants everything to go her way. <laughs> it's a hard role to to pull off as likable. It's mm. a hard role, and I don't think. Yeah, I don't think she comes off as she's not likable yet. But yeah. we haven't seen enough about her. Like if next week was her flashback episode. Yeah, which. That's probably that is my guess for this week. Well, okay, straight in with the straight guess. in, yeah. At the end though, she she's nervous. She's she's worried for Boone. She That's why I think it will be her flashback okay, episode. I think it's leading up to her having a big moment. Mm-hmm. But then I've said that before, and, and those characters have not had an episode. Then they've been away for a whole episode or something. So yeah. uh, no, I'd like to see that. I'd like to like to get tonight. She's the only one of the clique I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, she needs some t- spend some time with her. Maybe a warm to her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> The um, there was a moment in this episode where they talk about something that you've spoken about in this very podcast, the Star Trek red shirts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah they did. You're very proud of yourself, it. then. You were very proud. Yeah, I did like that. I thought um, 
I thought it was a good reference. And obviously, JJ is a big Star Trek fan. Oh, exactly, yeah. Having directed a few. For those who don't know, this is where um, Boone, t- he's, he's tying up red like, material on the tree so he, they can find their way back from the way they're going. Um, and uh, he describes about the, the red shirts and Star Trek, who are the characters who would end up dying, basically. They'd just be really expendable characters, right? Like the Scott and Steves. Yeah, the Sullivans. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what's quite cool is um, Locke starred in, star, uh, Terry Quinn starred in a Star Trek thing. Was he a red shirt? He was. Uh, was he? Uh, no, he was a captain who ah. suffered mutiny due to poor leadership skills. Oh, nice. Nice turn, But that. it's funny because Locke says about Spock. No, no, he says about Kirk. Sounds like a pissed captain. Like, yeah, that was yeah. So I think that's kind of in reference to his character in Star Trek: The Next himself. Generation. Yeah. I like that. It's quite funny. Very funny. Um, yeah, I really like that. I really like their scenes uh, a lot. And we'll we'll come back to what um, what happens with them because they have the final episode of the uh, final scene of the episode. Um, but we'll come back to that. Let's talk about um, Jack's flashbacks because it does tie into what happens. Uh, on the island later on. Um, yep. So, yeah, you, you you were a fan of these. Yeah, yeah, I preferred them. The um, So this is where the daddy issues kind of came in in this episode, wasn't the it? The central daddy issues of the sh- series, Jack and Christian Shepherd. Yeah. Um, uh, we see we basically see what, you know, his mum says in, in the last episode, you go to Australia and you get your dad back, and Jack says no. And she says, you don't get to say no, not after what you did. Because he fucked him over because in this case. Yeah. Completely ruined his career. I mean yeah, rightly I so, that. yeah. Yeah, and that's I mean, it's a big moment and you kind of Yeah, so there was a moment when Jack was you know, he, he let he signed the paper. Yeah. And he let him get away you with it. You were like, Don't do this. Don't I was do very it. much like, Don't do this. Yeah. That was really, really bugging me. Mm. And it made me annoyed that he might be the central character of this show. Yeah. <laughs> that he might have done that. But then he does turn around and then he undoes it, which yeah. I t- which was very good. It's when he realises that the, the patient was pregnant. Yeah. And he and he's, it's the whole scene before where, where you know his dad's completely working it and he puts his hand on his shoulder and he's like, son, you know, it won't happen again. And then he sees him do the same thing with the widows, the husband. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, he's just such a idiot and he's such a skis. Yeah, his yeah. dad's not a nice man. He's not. And he, alcoholic you know, as well. He's an alcoholic. Well, so we knew that from last episode, didn't we? Yeah, we knew he liked, liked to beer, liked to bevy. But we didn't know why they that. fell out, and now, now we know. Now we know. I've had to sacrifice certain aspects of my relationship with you so that hundreds and thousands of patients will live because of your extraordinary skills. So it's quite quite a big thing. In so we say this is central life. to the show. Is it is it like this, a big thing that comes up a lot? This relationship is a recurring thing. I show. can see that. Yeah. I mean, he has severe daddy issues. I mean, it's already come up twice. And so. bear in mind, his dad's body's somewhere on the island. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! <laughs> Zombie dad come back. Yeah, in exactly. Episode. Yeah, it's that definitely a recurring thing. Okay. I'm glad you're into that because if you weren't, then I'd be like maybe. I'm feeling that. I think it shows a lot more to Jack than. Uh, than a few other things. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm, I'm glad him and Kate are like falling out now as yeah, well. You said this. Um, she deserves better. Her and Sawyer. I'm just kind of shipping them now. You are. Yeah, I'm yeah. feeling that. I'm feeling you're, it. You're well into the love triangle side of it, which I didn't expect. I <laughs> just like like the scheming. You love love. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> you're just an absolute worst, aren't you? 
<laughs> in, a, in a good way. <laughs> Thanks, Jacob. Yeah, that's all right, mate. It's all right. Um, I think, uh, yeah, the flashbacks were actually inspired by. Um, I mean, I don't. I. I. I'm not going to try and say his surname again. But the writer Javier. Okay. Our, our, our mate Javier, who dropped, who who emails us now. <laughs> He'll give us that one email. Yeah, give email us again. Like, frame it. Um, he. Uh, it was based on his background as uh, the son of a doc. He, he's he was the son of a doctor. Back in the day, though, I would have lost my mind if right from Russell's emailing me, which is sad. And well, but we don't need another reason. Well, it's like when uh, Terry tweeted you. I'm not sure if we mentioned I that. Mentioned that. Yeah, we did, did mention not? it. I can't remember if we did. We it did. Last John Locke tweeted me. Yeah, and Jacob lost his little mind. No, I was fine. Lost. No. And <laughs> then <laughs> <laughs> you was I was in Dishoom and you were texting me. It was crazy. You were in Dishoom every other day of the week. Oh, Michael I would not liked it. Harold Perrineau. <laughs> Loved it because like, it basically <laughs> said you're basically a freak watching it this many times. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're trying to get him on the podcast. Yeah, I mean that's going to be a futile effort. But so Terry, hey, if you're listening, everyone's got something to promote. Hey, <laughs> Terry, if you got a new show and you want to promote, he does. He's in one. It's called Patriot. Hey, shouts out Patriot. I mean, I've now I've promoted it. No, we're going to take that out because <laughs> we still we wanted to come out. on to promote yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Javier uh, was, was the son of a doctor and the episode in general just, um, yeah, it, it just, it, it was based on his background. Okay. It's quite cool. That is cool. It's nice that he brought, he brought it. Do you know how many people watch this episode in America? 12 million. Just under 19 million. Just under 19 million? Yeah. Lost was that's crazy. A very well viewed show. It's more than any episode like Game of Thrones. Yeah. I mean, but that is premium cable. Mm. But this is this is network. But still, shows like that don't. I mean, bear in mind. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you that towards the end of the series, it was getting like eight million. Mm. It peaked with twenty five. Really? Is yeah. that season two? Season one finale. Season two premiere. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So what shows are getting the equivalent of that? Like Walking Dead now. Again, Walking Dead's like I think I think it's cable, but it's Walking Dead gets less than Thrones now. Mm. Does it? Yeah. I can't Walking believe Walking Dead dropped. Shows. Yeah, I should that's say, should say I, 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 I write. Jacob does write about that. I don't think we've ever mentioned. Us. I don't think I have, no. Have we ever mentioned even where how we do our job? But no, have we? No, that's kind of have. crazy. We that should is do quite that. funny. A few episodes in. So, Jack, where, where do we work? We both work at The Independent yeah, in the UK at the moment. Have we not mentioned that? I don't think so. That's hilarious. I think we kept it out pretty much. Yeah, so we write film TV for The Independent. Yeah. Um, so uh, we Jacob reviews a few cu- a couple of TV shows every now and then. Yeah, last week I was really tired. It's because I've been up all night reviewing The Walking Dead. And you're doing Homeland at the moment. Yeah, I mean I didn't do that this week, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's a lot. It's a lot. But uh, yeah, but yeah. Jack Jack does the Marvel TV shows. There's a couple of people probably heard of us through because you keep putting links in all those articles. Yeah, we do. Cheeky, keep sneaking but it in. We're not affiliated with the Indy. What? We're not affiliated with the Indy, are we? But what? the Lost Boys. No. No, apart from the fact that we work there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we work there. But we might not be, but someone might be listening to this in a few years' time and be like... That's oh very true. We could have done a lot of lot of other things by now. Those showrunners. Could be dead. That's dark. That is dark. That's really <laughs> that dark. dark. I was trying to be hopeful. Yeah, sorry. That was really Those dark. Those directors and showrunners and Shit. writers of that really great show, Nights Out. People <laughs> now would be like, what the hell is Nights Out in years to come? People would be like, oh my God, I've yeah, been writing a story like based on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like Christopher Nolan what we learned from Jack and Jacob's podcast in his debut film and now he you know he directed the Dark Knight trilogy nice very cool should we talk about Lost yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> Um the working title of the episode was What It Takes 
However, the writers thought it was too lame. Yeah, he's lame. I agree with them. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking of... Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say lame, but that they were kind of worried. Um, there was meant to be a dart attack in this episode. Yeah. And they were like, that's too ridiculous. We've got to take that out. A would dart it, attack. Would it, what, like... <laughs> Just from the forests, yeah, like like yeah. an Indiana Jones, just yeah. like <laughs> that. That would maybe be dumb. It was Jack was meant to imagine it. You know, he imagines Ethan beating him up. Does he? Does he imagine that? Okay. Oh, does he? I don't know. But you're meant to assume he fell down the thing. Kate's nowhere to be seen, and then when he comes to, she's like, "You were out for a couple of seconds." Oh yeah, that makes more sense. So Ethan comes out and Why says, didn't "If, I you, click if you keep following, I will kill them." And then they but come then across Charlie. Charlie hung, strung from a tree. That is that was freaky as, mm. that was terrifying. Mm. I genuinely thought for a minute, even though <laughs> I know he probably survives until later. I was like, I've definitely seen promo material where he's in it in the yeah. late seasons. But then it kind of keeps going. How amazing is it that you still thought that and you knew? I have no idea because there was the bit where they where he stops and he's like, oh my god, he's dead. And I was like, oh my god, we Ned Stark's him right here. Mm. And then he is alive, and yeah. it's just... But I was, yeah, I was quite taken aback by when they brought him back. I was like, fuck. It's because the music ends, and the camera p- cuts away, and you're like, the scene's going to end. And then it cuts back to Jack, and you're like, hold on. Well, for a minute, I was like, this is going on a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Come on! Come on, Charlie! Come on! Come on! They um, yeah. So the writer, our boy Javier, he um, he said that that kind of he said he described it as hysterical CPR. He described it as uh, like a massive cliche, but he said that the nine people who were writing for the show in general on rotation, they decided that ha- the, the immense pressure they were under and how much of a success the show was at the time, they were like, we fucking earned it. We're gonna do it. They're like, we're just going to throw that in because why not? The 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 because we can get away with it now. Whacking on Charlie's chest for so long and Kate's telling him to stop and then him coming back to life. It's a good moment. It is a good moment. And bear in mind, not knowing last when you when you don't, you know, back in the day when we're watching it for the first time, we thought we thought he was dead. What was your reaction when you first watched it ever? I was like going to burn my vans in protest. (laughs) Did you? Were you just like? completely baffled just like he's dead he's actually dead yeah i remember reading in the paper it was in the paper saying something like big death in tonight's last and i was like what it was in the paper jack like it was in the fucking paper what like before the episode they said there's a big yeah death. so when i was watching i was like what the hell and then when it happened i was like oh my god he's gone i was losing my mind but there wasn't a big death yeah, so why would the papers run that i think they got it wrong they assumed that there was a big death I oh i thought they might just be rumor. teasing you maybe that would have been funnier. Yeah, but anyway, that was it's a good scene. I'm glad you liked that. Uh, did you like the fight scene between Jack and Ethan? Yeah, it was good actually. That's like one of the first proper fight scenes we've seen. Yeah, which goes on that long. Yeah, like what? Like there's a scrap between Side and Sawyer in early yeah. doors, but this is the nothing first quite one. like this. No, nothing quite like this. They were um, they kind of choreographed it themselves. It ja- uh, ja- uh, Matthew Fox and William Mapother. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. You, you, no, 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 I did like you, it. Are you scared of him, Ethan? Yeah, he is him? quite freaky. I mean, yeah. I've always been a little bit freaked out with him <laughs> just because yeah. he's so extra. And then um, suddenly he throws down those moves. 
Yeah, it was quite. He's quite an intimidating character. Yeah, especially the way he hangs Charlie. That was ruthless. That is kind of dark. Like it would. That is, that is a very dark thing to like turn a corner and find that. Mm. It's crazy that they they just put that in there. Yeah, and just had that like the imagery itself. The the, the whole way it's um, set up with this like I think they describe it as a cathedral of trees behind Dominic Monaghan. Mm. The way the camera like peers up as Charlie's kind of like his head's lolling. It's eerie. It is eerie, and then you've got Kate like struggling to cut it off as yeah. well, and she's like getting all sweaty and looking not her finest, and mm. it's just it's quite horrible. It mm. is really horrible, actually. It's dark. I mean, we watched it during our lunch break at work, <laughs> <laughs> and to go back to work, I was like, "Whoo!" Jack refused to eat for two hours afterwards. <laughs> He's like, "I can't." No, we went straight for straight for food, didn't yeah, we? We did actually. Yeah. <laughs> Lunch. I am, uh, yeah, Monaghan, um, he was harnessed from a cable for about five, six hours filming that. Yeah. He said he was like in such like a zen like state by the end of it. He just had to be in like this weird like meditative state that when Matthew Fox was like banging on his chest and, and Evangelini was, was sh- like crying, he said he was like not aware of any of it because he was just like kind of. He's pretty phased out at the end of the episode anyway. Sorry? His character's pretty phased out at the end of the episode. Yes, anyway. and, and now Charlie's different, obviously, by the end. He's, he's, he's got... Something's happened. He's a bit worried, isn't he? Yeah, and wha- what does he say? He's worried about... He says Claire. All they wanted was Claire. All they wanted, All they wanted. was Claire. They. Good deployment of the word they, that. Shit, hints that, obviously, that there are more than one people, one person. Mm. But uh, also, why do they want the pregnant lady? Obviously, they were there was someone trying to grab her belly, or do whatever and cut out them. Maybe they're just baby eaters. Baby eaters. You think there's little baby cannibals? Just go dark straight away. <laughs> you see one crazy fire in a hanging scene, and your mind wanders. I just uh, well, mind wanders a lot. <laughs> um, I do. Uh, yeah, I was wondering. I don't know why. I don't know why that was a thing. Why the pregnant lady? Mm. Unless they just fancied her. Unless Ethan was just like, yeah, just really, really. She's an attractive Australian. Australian women that'd be so weird that would be, be a weird. weird twist um i uh yeah well um we should talk about the scene between saeed and sawyer um so, so the unlikely Saeed's, friendship yeah saeed's returned from camp he hears from walt <laughs> i love that scene um where walt's filling in sawyer and everything getting my news from an eight-year-old yeah it's great yeah, that is a good scene. I and then like he that. learns from well, that Saeed's back and he goes and speaks to him. And Sa- Saeed's kind of terrified when he sees him, isn't he? Yeah, he's because, well, the last thing he did was <laughs> like rip into his nails or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he did some. The torturing. He swore to do what he, 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 he swore. He did what he swore never to do again. And he did it to Sawyer. He and then Sawyer. Sawyer's back and Saeed's down. And then Sawyer doesn't give in. But what I like is he says he he mentions about the French woman and Sawyer's like interest is peaked, and then he mentions he says I heard something in the jungle. He kind of confides in Sawyer that he he mentions yeah, that. Yeah, he does mention it. Yeah, Maybe but it's a really nice moment where Sawyer's like kept your signal fire burning. Yeah, very, proof very that sweet. he's he's not just a dick, and he does. I don't know why he wants to be liked by Saeed all of a sudden. Out of all the people, you know, he's trying mm. to. He's been a dick the rest of the time. And now, now the guy tortured him. back. He's like, and I know, it's, it's like, there's no obviously, there's no um, excuse for torture. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, it's worth sentence. But like, yeah, there's no excuse for torture. But Sai Sawyer's probably aware, fully aware that he was a bit of a dick. He's and he's like, yeah, okay, I'm trying to try and make men's now a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where Sawyer's going with it. I think he he's turned he's turned a bit of a leaf, hasn't he? He has. I think now that now they're all in this together. I um, will say that when I first watched the first few times I watched Lost, I didn't love Sawyer half as much as I do now. Each time I watch it, he uh, he, he becomes more of a favourite of mine. That's funny. He's so well written; it's crazy, and so well acted by Josh Holloway. I think. Yeah, he is. The role of a lifetime for him. Has he done anything afterwards? He's done a few things. Like he was in um, a Mission Impossible film. He was in. He's in a TV show called Colony, I think, mm. which is done by Carlton Cuse. Um, but it never really happened for him. No, he hasn't had his like big moment. No, and I don't think he will. But you know, he'll always have Sawyer. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the Mission Impossible film, so I don't know if he's big. Oh, you've not seen a Mission I Impossible film? Have we mentioned because that's crazy to me? They're really good. No, no, you've one of the best franchises around. Quite a lot. Um, your so you think there's gonna be Shannon flashback next week, and you That'd kind of want that as well. Yeah, I would like to see that. Um, there was no, ca- there was one character who wasn't in this episode at all. Can you, do you know who that was? Um, Jin and Sun. Jin did feature, I think, in the background. Sun's not in it at all. She's nowhere to be seen. Nailed it. She's like chilling with eucalyptus somewhere. Oh, yeah. Remember? <laughs> yeah. And Jack's like, oh yeah. I should have thought of known. that. Jack, you don't have to get everything right, all right? Is Claire in this? Uh, uh, so Claire, you... Uh, no, she's not in it, but you hear her voice. You hear her screaming. We hear her scream, but we don't see her. No. So we don't see quite a few characters, I guess. Yeah, but... Don't see Scott Steve either. <laughs> yeah, maybe you don't see... And, and <laughs> Sullivan, he was, he was absolutely robbed. He was going to be in it. Yeah. And he was robbed. Well, hives, man. I'll um, tell you who we do see, who you haven't mentioned at all, is my boy Hurley. Yeah, no, we we mentioned Hurley. We mentioned that he 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 he, ch- he chose a rule. I got got a couple couple of notes. Both of them. I mean, my my main note was an unlikely friendship, but I mentioned that already. Mm. And then my others are, <laughs> I'm a bit of a warrior myself. Oh, great line, <laughs> Hurley's line. Back home, which I did say because everyone was coming out beforehand. I think it was Locke who was like. I'm the leader or knight or something and then Jack was like I'm the doctor and my first thought was like oh my god we're choosing like Skyrim characters or something <laughs> or Dungeons and Dragons something like that Which I, and then he just mentions warrior on himself I'm a bit of a warrior so funny so great like yeah. of all the people who are warrior it's probably not going to be Hurley yeah um, especially when he says later he says he took 17 from the backgammon backgammon competition like, <laughs> you ain't a warrior pal <laughs> but you ain't he also his excuse my other note is his excuse for getting out of that meeting no out of that game of black gaming where he goes oh i got a meeting yeah <laughs> like, oh my god yeah what what other notes do you have that was it oh really that was it. I, uh, there's a few good interactions between them two which is very funny um and cool and again uh, jorge garcia acts those words very very brilliantly and the kid's good kid's good Kid is good. He's very good. I wasn't very good when I first started playing either. I didn't just start playing. I took 17th in a tournament once. 17th is not very good. No, 17th is very good. Let's talk about a final scene. Knocking on the metal. Yeah. So, um, okay, I'm I'm quite excited by this because, I mean, this is. I don't want to give anything away. I think you might have an idea because anyone who, mm, you know has had a pulse over the past, you know. So this is, because I joked about it. Okay, I'm not saying anything. But I don't know, you didn't confirm or deny, and Sophie hasn't confirmed or denied either, because I did mention it, but then I was just like, shut up. Because I was scared she might spoil it. When Locke throws the flashlight to Boone and then it falls and then it hits something metallic underground, um, Jack just went, 
that. And I was like, why are you saying that? What are you talking about? Well, I don't I'm, know. I'm I have no idea. I'm denying if it's that. But what I'm saying is I like that loss is now ending on cliffhangers. It's only because I know that the hatch is a thing and that's it. This might not be it. It might come in in a that, few seasons. But I just like that loss is ending on cliffhangers now. We're, yeah, back, we're into good. the cliffhanger phase. And we're it's really good. Major cliffhanger phase. Yeah. Um, the What they do find where Locke says we're going to find out and they start, you know, you can tell Locke's absolutely loving they found this, by the way. Yeah. Locke's immediately. Like, Hell yeah. He's just like, yes, we've done it. Like, Very treasure. Claire and Charlie, mate. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it was, yeah. I, I don't really talk more any more about this at this stage. Okay. This is this exciting. I mean. It's hard because I really want to, but I can't. Uh, but yeah, crazy prediction for the weeks ahead. Oh, I'm excited for next week. I don't really know where it's going to go. I don't have many predictions. I kind of, um, I'm excited to see where Ethan is, mm. particularly because I feel like that might be some weird tribe. I also find it weird that they did just turn back, like they're back at the caves now kind of given up on Claire Left almost. Claire. Yeah. I'll I feel bet. a bit sorry for her. <laughs> Where is she, huh? Like, I know they had to look after Charlie, but they have just, they literally know that he might kill her. Mm. And then they've gone, fuck it. Let's turn back. Yeah. Done. It's a bit like what Saeed did when he just came across Frenchman. He's like, if going I get home, scared. Yeah. Going home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <they were, laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> really terrified. Fair enough. It's quite sweet. Some weird island with... Some French lady and Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> Danielle and Ethan. Jeez. But how quite did the, they uh, get quite there? Quite uh, ensemble. I, um, yeah, well, I got a prediction to make. I think mm. you're going to be a little bit frustrated. Frustrated? That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying why. I'm not saying when. I've just got a feeling frustration is going to be coming your way. Or next episode. Maybe. Okay. And I'm sure you'll... Interesting. Yeah. Um, well, is this episode 11? We watch episode 11. It will be episode 12. Okay. I want to say episode 11, all the best cowboys have daddy issues. It's actually um, a reference to um, an album by Pete Townsend from The Who. Okay. Thanks for that. I can't actually tell you. I, I, think, it's, I think it's taken from um, a story inside an album. I don't know if it's called that, but it's inside the sleeve. There's a story and he says it. And... They liked the title and they took it for that. So, so obviously, ha so whoever named it is a Who fan. Okay. Which is fine. Adds nothing to maybe the Javier. watching experience, but maybe your boy Javier. Just a big Who fan, fair enough. He loves Who. You have a Who he fan? Loves the Who. I like the Who a lot. Yeah. Have you seen them? I've never seen them, though. Oh, oh no, I have. I saw them headline Glastonbury. <sighs> You're one of them who forgets. On that note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, this is the guy who went, to, who went to Glastonbury and saw... Chic instead of Arctic Monkeys? No, I didn't. I saw Arctic Monkeys. Oh, okay. Well, I saw then. Chic last year, though. And they I were sick. Who did I see instead? You saw Killers. Killers, secret And then set. we saw them four weeks later. We did. Didn't we? British Sometime. That was a good gig. Glassman was better. Was it? Yeah. Of course it was. It was course secret set. Of course you're Well, I have nothing to reference it against, <laughs> do I? I will say that Chic were better than the Killers, though. Well, Arctic, Arctic, Arctic Monkeys better than them all. Oh my god! All right, we haven't mentioned Arctic Monkeys on this. No, We're not we going to. Shouldn't. Anyway, anyway, give me. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. I just, uh, you, 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 I want a crazy prediction. A crazy prediction. And I want your hero of the week. Hero, hero of the week this week goes to. Uh, I'm really rooting for someone here. Um, 
I think it's, uh, there's one character who deserves it. Oh. I, I you were going to say Hurley, because you always do. Yeah. No, I wasn't going to say Hurley. I was going to try and mix it up. I might say, might say Michael. What? <laughs> Why? Because I feel sorry for him. Oh my God, it's a pity hero of the week. Yeah, I want this him. It's our first pity hero of the week. <laughs> it's a pity hero of the week. And I want him I want him to be hero for his kids. That's what I want. Oh my God. Maybe, he, I mean, he's not the real hero. Although I can probably Jack gets hero of the week because he... He had a good episode. Well, Stuck he, up against his dad. Well, that's good. So there I you was go. hoping you'd say Boone. But Boone, okay. no. Nah, Boone doesn't Boone, do what, it for me. What's a Boone to do? Wee. Wee. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. And uh, Yeah, follow us on everything. What, do, what, what can people follow uh, us on? Jacob's. Ja- wait, no, follow no, us no, on yeah. at Lost Boys Pod. F- firstly, follow Lost Boys Pod. But if you want to follow us, I'm on Jacob underscore Stoll. I'm at Jack J. Shepherd. And uh, rate and subscribe and tell your friends and blah, 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 blah. And have All a good that. week. Enjoy your week. What is that? That's what we're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs>